Do you ever think about your intestines? Like Rarely. I don't like thinking about what's inside of my body, to say the <laughs> least. I like, if you cut me open, I think I would just be like a Barbie doll. It would just be like, you know, just so like many... raw flesh all the way down. <laughs> so many secrets would come spilling out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. And like <laughs> and like a wizard who grants you three wishes and some other stuff. Yeah. It's bottoms up, but it's going down. Welcome to my house party, party. 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 Welcome to Under One Roof, a terrace house party. I'm Thomas's sister, Anna. And I'm Anna's brother, Thomas. Our third host, our younger brother, Philip, couldn't make it today, unfortunately. He uh, is out looking for a reclusive cabin to spend uh, the next year of his life in. So really? he's got his he's got his realtor, and uh, <laughs> he's on Zillow under a reclusive cabin with no amenities. Uh, and yeah, he's got a lot to do looking for that. So unfortunately, he couldn't uh, join us today. This is a podcast about Terrace House. We're talking about Terrace House opening new doors, episode 31, A Rambling Rose. (laughs) (laughs) The Netflix synopsis is, Aya and Yui grow suspicious about Noah, and Yui tries to interrogate Sena about it. Shohei prepares an event for the other members. Thomas, what did you think of this episode? In uh, this episode was like a overseas version of one of our favorite summer treats. What's that? It's Water Country USA. I mean, Japan. What? <laughs> because of so many tears in this episode. I'm drowning over here. <laughs> Have you actually been to Water Country? I, I went to Water Country USA once in eighth grade. I went once. Wait, where is it in Williamsburg? Also? Yeah, it's outside oh, of Williamsburg. Williamsburg. I'm sorry. I know that like Florida and like maybe Mississippi. I don't even know who has uh, what other states are called the armpit of America, but <laughs> Williamsburg. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. What? What? Wouldn't you call Florida an armpit of America? I mean, (laughs) some of it, yeah. I mean, some of it. But why will... If you were to completely generalize a state... (laughs) You're coming coming at Williamsburg, where I lived for a few years. I know, but it's just like... So historical. Gray Wolf Lodge. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Water Country USA. Bush Gardens, King's mm-hmm. Dominion. Mm-hmm. King's Dominion is not quite in Williamsburg, but okay. Colonial Williamsburg, which is in and of itself the, <laughs> the greatest uh, theme park in the American history. Theme park. Yes, exactly. exactly. Oh, look, there's Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> My favorite story about Colonial Williamsburg mm. <laughs> um, is that Thomas and I were there with the rest of our family, and we were taking a carriage ride uh, <laughs> as like a present with for our grandmother so we're taking a carriage ride around colonial williamsburg and <laughs> the carriage driver 
points at somebody who's in colonial garb talking to tourists and goes, oh, that guy doesn't even work here. He just comes here every day <laughs> <laughs> and talks to everyone. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, we can't really stop him. So he just like tells people <laughs> wrong information and like pretends to be <laughs> like an employee here. Oh my God. Amazing. Ooh. Uh, well, okay. this is, I, <laughs> speaking of history, let's get into this episode. Oh my gosh. Also, the Netflix synopsis, Shohei prepares an event for the other members. That's the biggest understatement of the century. Well, it is. And it also says Yui tries to ask Sana. Interrogate Sana. Interrogate yeah. Sana. Uh, she did. <laughs> she did interrogate Sana. Fully. Also, okay, this is what I want to start with. Mm. The chorus starts by setting up the scene as though everyone is positive that Zayna and Noah hooked up before. Mm-hmm. And this is all purely based on, like, Aya's assumption of this. So I'm very curious about when and how they decide to believe people, because I said last week in our recording that I was like, that didn't like, we don't have any proof yet. And then we enter the episode and everyone's like, I can't believe they did that. You know, it's like, that's pretty Mm. wild. Yeah. I saw the, when they played that clip of Aya saying, yeah, they snuck away. They were gone. We were all looking for them. We couldn't find them. It it isn't proof. Okay. Noah was pooping in the woods. No one was pooping <laughs> in a hole. Okay. Doesn't mean it couldn't be a and poop Sana kiss. Was We've got a vomit kiss. And drunkenly making friends with the people at the next campsite. Like, it's <laughs> not, there are, like, plenty of other, you know. I'm just saying. It sounded like they were spitballing things that could have happened. And yeah. assuming the worst. And then all of a sudden the chorus is all on board being like, I can't believe this. It's I don't know. So if it didn't happen, if Noah was out communing with nature and Sana was communing with other campsites, how do you explain their actions in this episode? They both have been attracted to each other since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Sana didn't go for him or accept anything from him because... He was dating Yui. And then once he decided that he could stop that and potentially go for Sano, once I think he saw that Shohei wasn't going to get anywhere with it. Because remember, Shohei and Sano were like kind of together, you know, at least from the outside. You couldn't come in and ask her out at that point. Yeah. So as soon as both of those relationships started to break down, it was it makes perfect sense that they would just like want to hang out and drunkenly make out. Mm. So, and Sana admits that she had like thought about it and then like had been attracted to him when he first came in. Like that doesn't go away. And then she said she wasn't talking to him and stuff because of Yui. So Mm. there we go. I mean, I think we have a full explanation of what happened. (laughs) So is that is that where you're 
completely falling. Yeah. Interesting. I I totally believe that they. That I think that they happened. liked each other, and then as soon as they felt like they could go for it, they did. Yeah, I I think that was happening behind the scenes though, of of the Shohei stuff. I just ooh something something feels odd about it. The face that Sana made after Yui. We could get to this later, but after Yui says. Uh, Oh, I just want you two to be happy. Like, hey, you might be married someday. The the look that she gives Yui just felt acerbic. Mm. I have a lot to say about that. But let's get to it in a couple of minutes. Cool. Uh, when they're talking about Sena in the beginning, Trindle mentions that Sena doesn't have to act so pure, but she does anyways or like feels a need mm. to. I thought this was such an interesting comment coming from Trindle, whose character is like, this like perfect little doll, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought that was super interesting. I was like, Trindle, you don't have to either. You can act however you want. Well, I, I mean, she she's also... kind of playing a character on the, you know, or like a role, you a know, role. in the chorus. But yeah, she also said that. Uh, she also said that uh, Shohei should have punched Noah many times for I love that. how he talked about that. I so. fully second that. I I can't Shohei should have punched Noah. He just should have. That was crazy. Well, yeah. I mean <sighs> I don't think he I don't think he should have punched him because I don't think that's worth it. But uh yeah, Tori this is certainly pulling Tori Chan out of her out of her shell. Love it. Her, her Barbie outside has been cut open Aww. and the inside plastic is oh, gosh. out. Uh, we start the episode at Taka's festival that he's at um, in Yokohama. And mm. Aya and Yui come to surprise him while he's working. Um, did you did you see those dang shades? They're pretty. Is that what they're called? Yeah, they were dang shades. <laughs> <laughs> The so I guess talk is like the sponsored by them or something. So he was there mm. like being a professional athlete. So cute. We find out that Taka wore the underwear that I mm. gave him. Because uh, he said, my son is very comfortable. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Taka, for that information. Um, Sena is also there like doing, uh, I don't even know what it's called. For a yoga class, she's like the, um, you know. The model. I guess. The Not model, though. Demonstrator? Demonstrator, yeah. Mm. Uh, also, everyone just looks like they're watching. Like, no one's doing <laughs> it. I mean, she seems pretty good at yoga. I We know this about... She's an instructor. Uh, Sena. Yeah, we know that she's very good at twisting herself into complex situations. Oh, snap. <laughs> And then into Chaturanga, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fun story. In college, I was asked to be a demonstrator for yoga. What happened next? Uh, I didn't take yoga again, so I couldn't really see it. I had to do it. Oh I needed god, to do I it the next you had semester. A college yoga class. Oh my god! Yeah. What is a liberal arts education? <laughs> it was <laughs> one credit. <laughs> uh, 
And a free yoga class. Well, no, it's probably well, no, it was not for ten times more expensive, the most expensive than a regular yoga, yoga class. class. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, okay, I want to get into some fashionable fashions because I feel like right out of the gate during this scene. We had a straw hat that Io was wearing. That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Worthy of floating down the Mississippi River. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she looks so cute, though. Uh, and then later on, she also has a T-shirt that... I think I talked about this, her slogan T-shirts last time, too. Mm-hmm. Or two weeks ago. But her T-shirt says, Dreamy Symphony. Mm. Which I don't even know what that is, or if it's actually a reference to something, or if that's just what it says. But either way, I love <laughs> a dreamy symphony. I just thought uh, it was a great combination of words to be wearing. It re- it was. It really was the fashionable fashion conspiracy. I would like to bring up oh, is <laughs> cue our, Illuminati music. Our... <laughs> bo, 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 bo. Uh, that's yeah okay. That's close enough. <laughs> is that what was that? Is that the Twilight X Files? Oh, well, no, that <laughs> that goes slower. Uh, regardless, the Illuminati music is probably probably a lot more fun and happy. The you Illuminati know? music is all of Jay Z's music, Beyonce's music, oh, Kanye's snap. music. <laughs> oh wow, Kanye! That makes me sad. Oh, uh, are we ever going to get to see Taka's gift box? gift boxers from Aya. Because I want to know what they look like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what color are they? Do they have tiny embroidered dogs on them? I think they're classy, you know? Mm. I'd say single shade. Ooh. Or potentially a subtle print all over. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> I have a, I have a two more fashionable fashions. Go for it. Uh, the first of which being... Baba Chan's matching mm. hat and socks and her earrings pull it all together with the embroidery <laughs> on it and the dress provides just a, mm, a good palette for all of it. Amazing. Uh, amazing. Uh, she is, yeah, she's a style icon, always. And she does a lot of the, like, print on print, which I like. Mm. Not for it's myself, tricky to do. but for her. Yeah, exactly. It's tricky to I do. can't do it. Uh, uh, my next fashionable fashion is saved for later. So just planning that seed of beautiful threads. Uh, we go to the boys' room where Shohei tells Taka about his conversation with Noah. Boys' room. Boys in the house. Uh, this is where Taka finds out about the kiss for the first time. I don't know how much time it's been since that happened. Maybe a couple of days or something. Well, but. he mentioned he mentioned while you were at. I thought it was interesting that we saw the kiss. No, we saw the chat about the kiss, and then mm-hmm. in this episode, Shohei says, "Hey, while you were at this event, Noah came and talked to me." So. We kind of saw things slightly oh, out of order. The, so okay. Taka looks like he's back, and then that's the first time Shohei has talked to him about it. Gotcha. Shohei, my sweet boy, <laughs> says he acted like a gentleman at first and then was mm. very rude to me, but it's all fine now. Why? 
Why is yeah. it fine now? Because he didn't really actually apologize to you or even realize what he was doing. Nope. I mean, Shohei's just like, I guess being the bigger person and being like, whatever, I don't care. He is, but. which makes me worried that if something else, if the camp conspiracy is true, mm-hmm. then that really just undercuts, I don't know. He's he's leaving without getting to, without all of that being exposed, potentially. You want, you want everybody to sit around the table and have a conversation about it, and he seems to be... He's got his eye on the exit. The thing with Santa didn't work out. But it totally changes it, I think, if... Like, it changes all of this stuff if Santa says, Oh, yeah, and I was already interested in Noah and pursuing something with him while you were... I was leading you through all these steps to then turn you down to then... Yeah, I mean, it's going to be crazy if that's true. But Taka implies that they were being secretive anyways just because they weren't Mm. like openly like flirting and stuff like that um that's an interesting that's an interesting default because i don't know i can't remember the last time i saw people flirting for the first time starting a relationship in front of everybody else and i don't know if that's a co-living thing i don't know if that's a being open about your intentions well, this uh, is this is my thing? thing about about. Let's say the camp conspiracy remains a conspiracy. <laughs> the camp okay? conspiracy. I love it. Yeah. So this would have all been fine had Sana just had a different reaction when Noah asked her out. Yeah. And said immediately, actually, you know, I I was I have been attracted to him. So I want to see, you know, if there's something there. So I said yes to Yui. And Yui mm-hmm. would have been like, okay. Mm-hmm. And then anything that they do after that, I think as long as she has been upfront with what she's doing mm-hmm. is fine. But because I think they were trying to, she was trying to not be like outwardly affectionate in front of Yui. So Mm -hmm. thus they become secretive about it, you know? Mm. So it's a very fine line between, and I'm not including Noah in any of the sensitivity going on here, obviously, but I think that Sena was trying to be sensitive and in that ended up hurting Yui a little bit more because she just wasn't being honest with her. That's Yeah, yeah. It's weird because there is both, Yui and Shohei on the outskirts of this interaction, which I think Mm -hmm. makes it a lot more complex. Because if it was just Yui, I could see her doing that and saying, hey, he asked me out. I'm just trying it. And the fact that Sena is so Yeah, that makes sense. She still wouldn't want to be, like, kissing somebody in front of Shohei. Yeah. Yeah. The fact that she... And again, you you pointed out that we've left Noah out of this because he's kind of been out of the episode, but he takes um, lots of blame because he sucks. <laughs> the bad boy boy toy <laughs> trying to be cool or whatever. He's obviously uh, not thinking about anyone else, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, is that Sana is so often natural and handles, seems 
as if she flows with the situation so well. So seeing this stuttering and staggering, misstepping almost, is part of what makes me think the camp conspiracy is real. Mm. Because you think, okay, that what what you said, how she would say, oh, hey, yeah, I decided to go out with him. I know you dated him, but I want to try and see. Like, let's just go out and see if we like each other. That makes so much sense and feels so genuine and feels like it works within the rules of how the dating seems to be going in the house. So why wouldn't it be that? Why wouldn't it be that simple thing that Sana could have easily handled? Or Uh, even say, like, if she hadn't really thought about it happening, say, oh, I hadn't thought about it until you just asked me out. And now I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, I am kind of actually interested. And I didn't realize it until you just asked me out. That's fine. Yeah. But in Shohei's beautiful wisdom, he says... The truth may remain a mystery. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so. <laughs> he also um. said he was a little he was a little bit angry at Noah, and if him saying, "I don't think that's very polite," that makes me feel bad, is angry. Wow, <laughs> is what a quite gem. a scale. What quite a, gem. a quite a small scale. I just want to take a. Uh... <laughs> short detour here and address the cat calendar that's hanging behind you on the wall. Uh-oh. Does it have a lightsaber next to it? <laughs> is it a cat with a lightsaber? It is a cat with a lightsaber. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we uh, go to Tokyo to, uh, to a meeting that Shohei's having with his band, debriefing about like... Um, their past couple of months and he's like oh it's gonna be a great start to like everything that we're doing because all of a sudden they've gotten very popular i wonder how (laughs) (laughs) um he asks the band to play at terrace house um Mm. he's written a final song about his last emotions there and wants to perform it for everyone (laughs) amazing um Back at the house, Taka and Aya again talk about skateboarding, and Taka's like, let's go, but like still in like a kind of an open way. Yui says, please catch her so she doesn't die, (laughs) which was cute. And now the trial begins. (laughs) Dun dun. Sena, casually coming home from a day of work, doesn't know what she's walking into. (laughs) Every. Uh, Taka casually says that he wants to ask her a question and immediately Yui jumps in and tells him that he has to take the proper steps. He's bringing this up way too suddenly and he concedes the floor to (laughs) the prosecutor. (laughs) (laughs) She starts with, uh, do you like kissing as a question, which is apparently level one. Uh, Level zero even. Level zero, right? And then uh, <laughs> continues pacing back and forth in the kitchen while asking <laughs> Santa questions. Like, are you aware of what you're doing when you're drunk and with whom? <laughs> the culmination of this is level 10, <laughs> which is the other day, the vomit kiss. Did you kiss him because you just wanted someone to kiss or because you felt like you might like 
Wow, the vomit kiss. <laughs> so naming it <laughs> is so, so good. Um, Santa says that she's probably interested in him. Um, and I think that Santa takes the questioning pretty well, actually. I also think it was set up pretty well. It was definitely set up well. <laughs> <laughs> because I think Santa didn't realize what was going on until partway through it. Yeah. And then suddenly you see her get a little nervous. Yeah. Or uncomfortable about where is this going. And Yui doesn't back down. It's just like <laughs> one question after another, breaking down the witness. Oh, my God. And she does it in a way that seems very nice. Each of these questions seems innocuous. But, but together, oh, in the together order that... It's so bad. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's amazing. Yui is... One of the most interesting people I've seen, for sure. We'll get to more about that later, because they talk about that. Aya also asks Sena when she became interested, because she is the root of the camp conspiracy. Well, and this, I thought this was really the way they they questioned. So Taka intros it. Okay, nobody's going to not ask old man Taka, the chief of the house. They're not going to answer, not answer his questions. And then Yui takes it over and does all the steps. Okay, cute little Yui. When Aya came in and asked that question of like, oh, when did it start? Suddenly that's that's an on-the-record question. So she's had all these cute questions, making her a little bit nervous. Oh, shit, here's a really serious one that I don't think you would have gotten the same answer for if that had been the first one. Yeah, you know what that's called? Good cop, bad cop. <laughs> So, wait, is Aya the... There's three cops here. Which one's good and which one's bad? Aya's being the bad cop here because she's insinuating that... Um, that she kind of brings up the fact that it might not have been the first mm. time that she kissed Noah. So, that's what I think. And then what's Taka? Is he just Taka the judge? <laughs> he's the old man. Yeah, he's the judge. Santa says she became interested in him recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Taka's decision on this matter is when he says, maybe it's not a good idea to be sneaky in this house. <laughs> Which to me... Which is a roundabout way of saying, <laughs> you've been sneaky, don't be sneaky. Yeah, yeah, it's very pointed. And Santa says she's not. And then everybody kind of takes it. Okay, you said you haven't been. It feels answered, but at the same time, I have more questions now than I did well, before. You don't get a turn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Santa says that they made plans. She and Noah made plans to go out again, and she thinks that it's perfectly fine if a relationship starts with a kiss and then goes from there. Which, as we know is Sana's decision. It's a good answer. Does not actually resolve the question of when it happened or how it started. Yeah. But she is also saying that potentially... There will be more... Like, she wasn't just, like, hooking Mm. up with him randomly Mm -hmm. and then that was it, which is what Yui was kind of asking. Whew, the chorus is like, <laughs> just, 
it's so good they're so oh my god they're excited uh you makes a good point that kisses are usually private um and that Yamachan says that Shohei is the only person who would announce it beforehand like I'm going to kiss <laughs> you now <laughs> in front of everyone um Tokui talks about how Yui was upset because Noah would say one thing and do another Mm-hmm. Uh, and his behavior wasn't consistent, and that's like a similar thing that's happening in this situation as well. Uh, and again, you always said like, as long as you know everyone's being honest and stuff, then it's fine. <laughs> I need a fidget spinner. I need something to do with <laughs> no, my hands. Don't. Oh. What if I was just fidget spinning this whole time, doing tricks? You'd be so distracted by my skills. I'm surprised Philip didn't get into fidget spinning after his hand sacking adventure. Oh, I forgot about hand sacking. (laughs) (laughs) That was so stupid. (laughs) 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 Uh, And yes, people, that's like a hacky sack, except you're doing it on your hands instead of your feet. (laughs) Philip had a LeBron James cleveland cavaliers original hacky lejon brames <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced lejon brames before he went to miami before he made the decision i wonder where that is besides my heart <laughs> good question um tokui thinks that calling that yui calling it a vomit kiss was kind of a dig mm. which i think is pretty true uh, and then Yamachan says it gives away that they've all been talking about it for a while, mm. which they obviously have because this seems like, even if this wasn't, like, their interrogation, I don't think was really planned, but I think they'd all been like, yeah, this needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and it came out a lot more coordinated than I think <laughs> any of them uh, knew it was going to be, except for maybe Yui, because I'm surprised she didn't pull out a notebook and be like, yeah. Yeah, I'm really surprised. But I'm glad she's, paper. she's gotten Not down uh, the uh, memorizing her questions. <laughs> it adds to the theatrical the flow. Nature. Yeah, the flow works a lot better. Uh, back in the kitchen, they're talking about skateboarding again. Uh, and I, uh, realizing it's like still not a concrete plan, goes to the guy's room um, to prompted, ask. Prompted by Yui. Yep. Saying, are you sure? Are you sure he's not just saying that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, she's pushing people into action for sure. Uh, this is, I mean, this is interesting because she, that's usually what we say about Sena or have said in the past about Sena. So it's very interesting. There's a new generation in town. Oh, snap. And they're playing Fortnite while Sena's all on AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, jeweling on, and Fortnite. <laughs> oh, no, stop. Stop talking about vaping. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. <laughs> Uh, I said I was so happy <laughs> that I forgot to ask when we're gonna go, <laughs> which is so cute. <laughs> I like that both of them were being like so honest about their feelings. Like so, it's just they're both like so cute and excited and keep like yeah rambling out things <laughs> and then being like oh ah. <laughs> it's cute. Uh, so we have a skateboarding plan. How exciting! Uh, they talk about her skateboarding debut. Uh, hopefully that's next episode because I cannot wait to see that. Uh, also, it's like my middle school fantasy to like go on a skateboarding date with a guy, you know? So 
Jealous. <laughs> um, Yui and Sena are debriefing after the interrogation still. And she tells Sena that she shouldn't hold back on her account. Um, which Sena says she was basically doing. She felt weird talking to him because of her. Uh, Yui says, maybe you kissed him because your heart was ready to explode. <laughs> it's... Sena laughed at that, and it's so funny because the way she's presenting this is so charming by default, but yet still there's this knife-in-the-back quality to it. (laughs) Well, I don't know here if Yui is being, like, trying to be rude or if she's just really inexperienced. When she says you two seem like you would be a good fit, that feels, based on what we've seen from her interrogating Noah and or questioning about why he doesn't work and why he's partying a lot, that one felt pointed. But who who can say? Who can say? Uh, Yeah, and she said when he moved in, you, you said that... I'll be your wife, so maybe that'll happen. (laughs) I was like, damn, dude, you are pushing this. Uh, She also said if you showed your true feelings all the time, then it would be better for everyone, which I think is good. She's basically asking her to be more open, which... Yeah. Yeah. And this this is where we get the look. I just want you two to be happy, and then we get this look from Sana that I have never seen before. Describe the look, Thomas. (sighs) Sena's usually welcoming visage melts into a chiseled, directional, slight eyebrow, a tensing into, hmm, I don't think you're being honest. That's what wow. I got from it. I could feel it all the way through the tube. Like they both know the games that each other are playing, but they don't want to show their cards, so they just yep. keep pushing it to like yep. see if the other one's gonna crack. Yep. Damn. <laughs> it's crazy. And Sana has everything to lose. What does Yui have to lose? Nothing. Nothing. This is well, it's, her it's job at the a... burger place, but <laughs> <laughs> I think she has more jobs than that too, right? Yeah, uh, she does. She's got fallbacks. I think that's the true summation of this look that Sana realizes or you see her realizing that she is not in the upper hand position in this. Incredible. Hmm. (laughs) I guess the next day... Uh, 3 1989 is in the house. <laughs> Talk about boys in the house. Boy boys band in the, in the house. house. Uh, they set up their equipment outside and talk about how they notice the birds chirping, which is adorable. Aww. It's got a festival vibe. Yeah. Uh, they surprise the house with a performance of Shohei's song. This. <laughs> I haven't cried this much in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because Taka breaks down first, and not just like tears, but is like bent over, like, oh, God. 
And then it cuts to Sana and she's crying immediately. And then, like, halfway through, the song Shohei begins crying while he's trying to sing still. And then everybody starts crying. Oh, my God. This is so emotional. It was. Even Noah was crying, which seems odd. That was very odd. (laughs) But maybe the music just struck a chord with him, you know? Um, Maybe it's the guilt coming out. Oh, damn. Definitely. That's all I could think of. (laughs) But then again, Um, I'm way deep into the camp conspiracy. (laughs) This is true. Uh, Yeah, he announces he's leaving tomorrow and everyone just is crying in their chairs. (laughs) (laughs) His bandmates look a little out of place. They seem a little, uh, what do we do now? We're just (laughs) just sitting here. We have cool haircuts and we're playing the music. What do we do? Uh, Yeah, I mean, this was incredibly emotional. It was. This this really was the most, the biggest shared moment of emotion that I remember seeing on the show. I mean, Shohei does have a very similar vibe to Hansan in terms of like how professionally driven he is, how creative and cool he is. He's older. He helps other people out with their problems. He is super level-headed. Um, doesn't say anything bad about people, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about it like that. I think probably because I had seen, I was seeing Shohei in terms of him trying to date Sena. Yeah. And I'm very curious how Hansan would have come off if he had tried to date somebody in the house. Yeah. Because we didn't get that, because he wasn't coming in for those reasons. Right, reasons. see that side of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, hmm. they do the coolest backyard noodle thing ever. (laughs) Yeah. Flowing Soman noodles, which is the noodle luge. The noodle luge. Uh, this is amazing. Apparently, this is like a backyard game that happens like during Golden Week, Mm. (laughs) which is amazing. I didn't see any like traditional lineage for this it's just fun it it seems more like how we play cornhole which is great (laughs) okay but what if we oh my god cornhole with noodles food (laughs) cornhole with noodles and then you put your bowl of broth right under the hole and then if the noodle ball goes in it then you slurp it out wow we're playing this next time we're together uh so they build a this like bamboo shoot set up and put Yui loads the noodles in the top, and people catch them as they go down the chute, uh, dip them in a broth, and then eat them as <laughs> it goes down. This was amazing. Um, during dinner, Shohei, did you have something to say about the noodle? Oh, it's just that I was struck with how late summer vibes i can't believe i just said vibes and ironically you know like the the, feeling the vibe of like the noodle vibe and the backyard (laughs) vibe barbecue vibes no it just it just felt this this fun silly thing even with all the drama that we've been talking about and going on you you just feel that moment you remember back when you were hanging out with friends and you just weren't thinking about time and i don't know it's just it brought me back yeah, man, I think it's like May, Thomas but being nostalgic. so beginning of summer, but yeah, also good. 
Uh, Shohei mm. says, music is all I have. <laughs> he is, he is, has the right level of drama for being uh, an artist. He does. And Sana says immediately, that's not true. <laughs> um, you have a broken heart to write about <laughs> in your music. But I do like, I mean, I think that he and Sana have had a really good dynamic this whole time and still do because she like she says that she loves him you know so i think that they really do care about each other and thomas is just cringing hard as i'm I say wincing this. yeah mm. i know thomas is mm. conspiracy conspiracy <laughs> joe over there uh <laughs> yui says this whole thing about how she'll miss him so much and he's so amazing but that she's excited for a new member to come <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like she's, that's so yui and i'm like what this, is happening she says it through the tears like i'm so sorry you're gone but i'm also so happy that somebody new will replace you that's amazing. Uh, this is, okay, I said earlier, I hinted at, A, lost, fashionable fashions. This is that moment. Yui's tear cloth. Oh my god. <laughs> Blue, a dark, a dark navy, a deep red, a white stripe across it to catch all of the tears that keeps coming out this episode. Incredible. Yeah, Taka needed one of these too, because he was just... Ooh, boy. Yeah. In this scene, if you did not have subtitles, (laughs) you would have thought everyone was, like, going to the guillotine the next day or something. (laughs) I mean, everyone was in... uh, Shohei and Taka, especially, were in shambles. Like, oh, my God. It's crazy. Uh, Yeah, the... This puts a cap on the capstone on the taka and shohei relationship and just to i want to take a moment to acknowledge that and say in this time in this era of so much toxic masculinity that this was really a moment that we could look forward to changing that Mm -hmm. and making it taka masculinity no homo (laughs) (laughs) no that ruined that ruined what i was trying to say it's ruined what i was trying to say god damn jeez it was slightly a pun but it really really the the genuineness of being able to express your feelings within the context of uh being seen as masculine within society is really unfortunately special because it shouldn't and be this special was it should great. be normal this is two really good two dudes that just best friends love the shit out of each other and it was yeah. so amazing yeah it was great it's been beautiful to watch it's been yeah incredible i just want to hug them both at the same time <laughs> or watch yeah, them me hug too. each other <laughs> it's great they've cried together how many times <laughs> Also, so many times. It's incredible. They've been so sensitive and open and protective of each other, and I just love it so much. <sighs> yeah. That's a and lifelong in, friendship right there. It is. It is. And I, I feel that with 
Sean as well to a certain degree. They really felt like they had a trail yeah, definitely, going. Definitely. And I, I think part of what makes that, I think one of the things that made that easier is that they weren't all interested in the same person mm-hmm. ever, which I think is a, a base level of competitiveness that maybe gets in the way of, gets in the way of that. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes. But yeah, just, I have not seen something like that on American television that I can recall. Uh, yeah, not to this level. I've definitely seen. There was a really good uh, part of The Bachelor, no, Bachelorette, <laughs> a couple seasons ago, where one of the guys almost left when his friend left because he didn't want to be there anymore. <laughs> it was like, dude, you're my boy. <laughs> like, I just don't want you to go. It was great. Anyways, <laughs> that's what came to mind. But it's pretty, yeah, it's pretty much the same. <laughs> exactly. Uh, anyways, it's great, and we love the positive reinforcement of good males. We do, and good I'm males so, anywhere. So excited for Shohei to go off into the world, newly. Thank God we can his, still listen to his music. Yeah, using his Terrace House fame for good. Yeah, for sure. True good. Um. The next morning, Yui says the sky is crying also. Because mm. <laughs> it's raining. <laughs> uh, Shohei's wearing his suit. Gets into his car. Just like that. He's gone. Mm. Oh my gosh. Mm. Um, the next, well, maybe later that day. Yeah, later that day, because Aya was at school. Everyone's at the kitchen table talking about their day. And Aya's like, I went to school. Yui's like, I cleaned the house. Look how clean the kitchen is. And Noah's like, I slept. I don't feel well. Remember the last time we had somebody sleeping in? (gasps) Yes. Yep. And then while Noah and Sana are over in the kitchen talking about their plans for the future, Taka's like, if he can drink, then he's fine. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I noticed that dig. It was very slight. I only noticed it on the second one. And then, through. like, I uh, or Yui is like, yeah, he's sick from drinking, though. <laughs> Which is also funny because we can hear both conversations, but they potentially can't hear each other talking, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, this seeing those barbs being thrown. Ooh. Hmm. This the this was the first time that Noah and Sena had been together-ish in front of everybody. Yeah. So this ask out felt very intentional, mm-hmm. unintentional, prescribed fabricated almost mm-hmm. to make sure that everybody saw it and so having the three other people sitting there at the table did not get a good feeling from them watching didn't uh yeah that's i think there's some suspicion some suspicion uh, there noah asks Sana to go to dinner they she had wanted to do something outside but it's been raining so they're gonna go to dinner uh and then is it Noah? I couldn't tell who said it, but I think it was Noah. He was like, it's so lonely without, and then doesn't finish his sentence. And then somebody Aww. else was like, it really is. Aww. And they like didn't even complete the thought, but it was like so beautiful. And I was like, oh. 
Um, again, they talk about skateboarding, and Aya tells Taka that she wasn't sure that she would be invited. And he's like, why? <laughs> We've talked about it like five times. I invited you, of course. This and then is, she says she said thought Taka to. was just being polite. And he's like, what? Um, and then Taka leaves, and uh, Yui tells Aya that, she se- it, that it seems like uh, she really likes him, so she should just admit it. <laughs> I mean... Think about Yui the first week and now how comfortable she is, like, voicing her opinion. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. But her goal, you know, she's never lived with anyone but her parents. Mm -hmm. She worked all the time, didn't have a lot of social time. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, she's really killing it with her goals here, you know. She's growing up. Uh, you says she's acting like a middle-aged woman. <laughs> this makes so much sense. Totally. And Babachan says that she really has to have everything in black and white and, like, can't deal with anything that's in between. And then who was it? Somebody said that she's close with her mom, so she's she's acting like her mom. Just like her mom. Uh, Yamachan gives us some behind-the-scenes mm. info on the drama between Yui and Mayu. That happened, I guess, you could see it on the Terrace House YouTube channel, which I didn't even know was a thing. Um, apparently, Mayu stalked all of Yui's Instagram posts mm. and commented on it like, you said you've never even held hands with a guy, but you've been to a guy's house before. I'm surprised. Will you explain? And then Yui <laughs> would answer, like, that's my longtime friend, so I've been to his house a lot. Like, I wasn't lying. And apparently this was happening while they were both in the house. Which is crazy. (laughs) So there was so much tension that we weren't seeing. Of Mayu like cyber bullying Yui from in the house. I'm like picturing one of them on the top bunk, one on the bottom bunk. And them commenting back and (laughs) forth on their phones to each other. That's crazy. It puts Yui's actions when Mayu is leaving into clearer view. No, totally. I don't have anything else to say. And Mayu's like, Which... we're fine now. It's like, what? No. Ugh. Yeah, no. Um, <sighs> finally, we get a preview of the new member. Mm. So excited. E- an even newer boy dynamic. How amazing. Mm. Um. Also, I said no homo earlier to make fun of previous bro culture and how it was very poorly represented. Just FYI. (laughs) Not as an actual thing. Uh, But we see him in a cafe in Tokyo with his two friends. He said he'll be coming back and forth to Tokyo for work and to study makeup because it seems like he's a makeup artist, which is awesome. Uh, His friends ask if he wears makeup every day and he says yes and that he wears colored contacts. What color contacts do you think he's wearing? Uh, purple. Purple? Yeah. If you're going to go through all the trouble of getting contacts, why not pick a dope color that nobody else has? Yeah, I would say blue or green, but okay. Mm. Um, and they ask him if he'll be staying in the guy's or girl's room, and he says, I may be feminine, but I am a guy, so I'll be in the guy's room. <laughs> so this will be great. I'm excited to meet him. Seems like he'll be bring some good energy into the house. Yeah, and this will be a really interesting 
thing to watch because as we've pointed out before, uh, being gay does not seem like something that's as accepted or openly discussed in Japan in the way that it is in some places here. Well, we don't know what his sexuality is, but yeah. This is true. If he's gay, um, then sure. I, or or even somebody, well, so starting from that, starting from the level of sexuality, but then how somebody just presents or the style. Yeah. Um, there's, there's very traditional roles that seem to bubble up here and there. And I'm curious how this one will be seen and what it will be. Yeah, should be interesting. I mean, the dynamic... I'm interested in Noah and Taka's dynamic moving forward. Mm-hmm. So I think that having another guy is going to be really interesting. It seems as if that that UE might be really good friends with this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, especially if they feel a little bit... Uh, this is going to be such a weird vibe. Like I just, I, like you said, I what's Taka and Noah going forward? And then you're throwing somebody else in there who's new and different from somebody who's been on Terrace House before, seemingly at this point. It's just what we and need. Just, Some fresh it is, meat. It's it is, always it's it always is, just what we ugh, need. The producers it's almost like the show's produced. Really know what's up, and it is just what we need. It's great. I'm excited. So, next week, we'll meet a new member. We, we will go will skateboarding. Go skateboarding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll go to dinner with Noah and Sana. Well, they were, well, they were, well, uh, where they will pretend to oh. have a bubbling relationship. <laughs> oh, my God. This is all a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas is, like, waking up in the middle of the night being like, it's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Um... Yeah, hopefully something really gets going between Taka and Aya because I'm ready for that's that. That's the only reason that Taka's still there, you know. Yeah. And I I'm ready for that stay, to be so. a cool thing. Definitely. I hope that's a cool thing. It's a cool thing. It's a vibe. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I ever said it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, uh Anna, I have some likes to give. Yeah. Can I give can I give you some likes? Where can I some do likes. That? What? <laughs> 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 oh my gosh. If you want to see more content, you can follow us on Instagram at See more content. See more awesome screen caps that we've carefully curated. <laughs> also, you can send us questions there, comments, whatever you'd like. Uh, where's another place I could do that? Uh, another place you could do that is our email address under one roof at terracehouse.party. Wonderful. We have a lot to look forward to next week. It's going to be a good episode. We do. This is also we... the quote finale episode of this segment. So. Mm. Uh, Open for some and drama. <laughs> just like our outro music, Terrace House won't stop because I believe there's another section coming. So, um, I have a note about our intro and outro music. Do you want to introduce it though first? Uh, it is house party and won't stop 
little cut sections of those two songs off of the Dream Chasers mixtape by one Mr. Meek Mill. Okay, my phone is frozen, but... Probably because it's so cold outside. No, (laughs) just... Well, you're uh, vamping. You're just saying some words to get to the point where Anna has her phone in order. Our good friend Meek Mill, who has provided us with the intro and outro music unknowingly, uh, (laughs) was in the news yesterday Mm. for going in front of the Supreme Court to urge the court to hear an appeal of Jamal Knox, or AKA Mayhem Mal, who Mm. was sent to prison for two years after threatening police officers in a song. So he, along with Mm. Bat Joe and 21 Savage, went in front of the Supreme Court to talk about how they need to understand the auditory lens through which rap should be viewed and analyzed. So, yet again, Meek Mill is just this is, getting his yeah, politics this is... on. I'm, I'm Meek Mill 2020. I'm, <laughs> I know it's a little early, but I, <laughs> that's where I'm at. So. Yeah, that raises huge questions. Wow. Um, well. So, yeah, I thought that was super interesting. And... That is cool. Uh, yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you next week for yet another house party.